Kimo Rochelle, bo Rochelle, ba. There you go, there you go. Let's do this. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's the Junior Kikuema Junior Show, starring Junior Kikuema Junior. Join Junior along with the Wayne Borhe Band as he makes any kind from over here. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kikuema Junior. You know, I gotta tell you, but I'm from Kauai. I gotta tell you. Well, first of all, how's it, how's it, how's it? Aloha, 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 mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. But first of all, I gotta tell you guys, okay? Because we get plenty, but I get, you, you'd be surprised the comments I get. Well, you know, before, so let me, let me take you guys back. Let's go back. Let, let, let's stop the whole train right here. Okay, let's go back. All right. So let me take you guys back to radio days, okay? Bro, you know, I had such a beautiful experience on radio. Radio radio was good to me, bro. Bro, tell you. you remember you said that guy on uh, Saturday Night Live, the baseball was good to me, right? That guy. Okay, radio was good to me, bro. And I tell you, and the best guy to me, but the best guy to me in my life, in my professional life, bro, and we're talking working life, okay? And, I, and I'm talking many different jobs, was Roy Wild. Wow, Roy Wild was the best guy to me ever. Ever. Did we always see eye to eye? Hell no. <laughs> right? Like, bro, I used to I used to say stuff. He used to give me the look, bro. <laughs> bro one day we're gonna be gonna be in the book. And the book is called Success is a Lifestyle. It's it's on my Facebook page right now. You guys can not the book but the, the graphics, right? We we're using the graphics right now. And then we're gonna try and put them on the kind. We're gonna try uh, get the book out soon. I don't know. I don't know. To, bro, I don't know even time to do that. I'm doing podcasts. We're doing YouTube. We're doing all kinds, bro. We're doing TikTok. We're doing Likey. We're doing, oh, bro, we're doing all kinds of formats right now, okay? But, um, but, but I like to take you guys back because radio was good to me, right? And during the radio days, right, we would do the radio show. And, and then, you know, people would stop me in the malls, but I would be walking, you know, those days we never had masks. It was, it was crazy those days, bro. We never had masks. <laughs> we, ne- we never had masks. We was walking down, and people would say, hey, Junior, how's it? And I would stop. I would stop and shake hands, right? We're looking at me shake hands now, right? Okay. I used to shake hands, right? And the, and the one he needs used to come up to me, oh, Junior, bro, oh, we, hey, you crack us up. And I go, hey, baby, how are you? I go up and I kiss her, right? Bro, we're looking at me kiss now. That was crazy. You look, you look, right? You look, now we look back. And we go, oh, just like what? Christmas time, January. But we could kiss, we could hug, we shake hands, but we're looking to none of that stuff now. So now we're looking back at that. We're going, bro, that's crazy, right? Okay, so back in the day, right, that used to happen. Now I'm doing a podcast, right? And this podcast goes around the world. So we like to thank people in Israel, the Netherlands, Ghana, bro, all them places, right? All, all you guys listening to us, right? And we, we like to say mahalo. Okay, we like to say thank you, Italy, 
Thank you. All over the world, they're picking us up on the iPhones. They, you know, they, they're joining the podcast. Uh, this morning, we had over 2,300 people on the podcast. So we'd like to say mahalo to you guys. Thank you. Aloha from Hawaii. And then, you know, but but now you would think, right, since I'm on the podcast, it's digital, right? This whole thing is digital now. So, I mean, you know, no such thing as, as, as radio and, okay, you walk down the street and people tell you, how's it? <laughs> That's what you think. Right? I go down the shop is there. You know, walking I walk into times, right? I love times. You know why I love times? Times is cheaper than all the other places, bro. Times figured it out. They figured out if they make their prices dollar cheaper than Foodland and Safeway and right? They, everybody going times, right? And people go times. And you know who Times is helping? I tell you right now. Times is helping the poor people. Okay? The poor people, right? Because I go down there, I see the Marshallese people, I see all these people, right? Micronesians, I see Hawaiians, I see Samoans, I see all these people, right? And I, I don't mean they're poor, poor, right? But some of them, right? You know the chicks, they get two, they're having kids every year, right? They have two, three, four, ten kids, right? And they're pulling out the wick stuff and they're getting milk and cheese and all that stuff. Okay, so, so those people, I see plenty of those people. But you know what? If they was going to other like other food stores, right? Less bang for the buck is what I'm saying, right? I'm not making fun of poor people. Bro, I love poor people. Bro, poor people support me. You'd be surprised. That's the same guy support churches. You know, the rich people, they, they donate, but the poor people, they give the dollar, the $5, the $10. That's what makes the church rich, right? And and so times figured it out. Well, we make them a dollar cheaper for everything. People go come, and you know what? I'm right there. I go almost every day. Well, now with the quarantine, I don't go every day. But before, bro, every day I go get fresh tofu every day. Bro, that's my thing, bro. I, I eat healthy. You know, I drink healthy too. <laughs> I drink healthy, bro. Wine, because bugger good for the heart, right? They pick up a bottle of wine and my tofu, I'm good, bro. See, but you would think, right, people listening to the podcast, right? So, so you don't know where this podcast going, right? But so many people get iPhones, bro. So we get 2,300 people. Out of that 2,300, the majority is in the U.S. Out of the U.S., majority, the majority is in California, Nevada, and Hawaii, right? And when I'm going down, when I'm going down, walking two times, or walking on the sidewalk, I hear, hey, Junior, bro, we heard you on the podcast, right? I turn around, I'm like, podcast? I'm like, whoa, because like before, right? It was, oh, Junior, heard you on the radio this morning, bro, killers, bro, killers. Right? I'm like, oh, hey, mahalo, bro. You know, now people tell me podcasts, they throw me off, right? Because I never think anybody would hear the podcast. I never thought this podcast would go further than Wailuku. Because that's the, Wailuku, the people in Wailuku is the one supporting this podcast, bro. Let me tell you. The people in Wailuku, right, was the leading, was, had more people in Wailuku than Honolulu listening to us, bro. Oh, for real, the podcast, bro. Mm-hmm. I get special ties to, to Wailuku. Well, not Wailuku, but actually Wailuku. I used to live in Wailuku, right? My, my dad taught for the, for you guys in Wailuku. Okay, I'm going to drop you guys some, some nuggets over here, okay? Um, not real nuggets, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not real, okay? You know, you know, can take them to the bank, but okay. So my, I used to live in Wailuku till I was about, um, four years old. No, wait, three, three and a half, almost four years old. I used to live in Wailuku. My mom taught at Maui High, and my dad taught at Baldwin. Okay? Oh, wait. 
Maybe it was the other way around. No, no, yeah, yeah, my mom, yeah, yeah, dad. My dad taught at Baldwin, and my mom was at Maui High. And when I was a small kid, bro, here's, here's something you may not know, okay? And you, you know, because nobody going to tell you. If it's not me, bro, my, my mom not going to start one podcast, so, you know. But my dad used to dress up in the Baldwin Bear. Okay, had his, had his outfit, right, his Baldwin Bear, the mascot for the football team. And so my mom used to always take me to the food. Come on, we're going to get, get dressed up. We're going to the football game. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't like a football game. You know, sports wasn't my thing, right? I wasn't a creative kid. But sports, to me, was a waste of time. Why are these guys running around chasing one ball, right? And then they pass the ball, and then these other guys run to the guy. And then the guy gets pounded by all these other guys just for touching the ball, for, for carrying the ball, right? And I'm like, okay, and then they run the ball over the line, and then they get points. Now, to a three-year-old kid, this no not make sense, right? <laughs> like, I was two, three years, old, three years old. I'm like, bro, carrying the ball is a bad thing, right? Because if you carry it, if you touch that ball, you're going to get seven, eight guys pile you. Right? So to me, like, football is a bad thing, Hawaiians. You know you know what I'm saying? So anyway, I, you know, I had to go to the football game. And every single time I went to the game, that damn bear would find me. Right? And that bear would chase me up and down. See, what happened? They had bleachers, right? And right in front of the bleachers had a track. You know where the track team used to run, right? But during the football game, so the track was still there, Right? And then the, the football was inside. So it had the track first and then the green, the, the grass, and the, the football was played over there. So this bear used to chase me on the gravel, man. And and I used to run. Bruh, I don't know what kind of stuff. That, I don't know what kind of gravel. It was kind of like dirt with gravel. I don't know. And I used to, bruh, I used to make it. Bruh, I used to run. I used to run from the bear. And every time, every time. My mother took me, right? I had to look. I was looking right, looking left. You know, pretty soon the, ble- the bear came out of the bleachers, bro. Like, like out of nowhere, bro. And then later on, in, and it wasn't until I was like, I don't know, maybe six or seven. You know, my father told me one day, he said, he said, you remember when you used to go football game and a bear used to chase you? And I said, yeah, I hated that damn bear. You know, and my, and my father was like, that was me in the bear suit. And I wanted to kill him. <laughs> I mean, not really kill him, but you know what I mean, right? I'm like, I'm like, Dad, why did you do that? Like, my father, my father was like that. It was good fun, bro. It was like me. My father was like me. It was good fun. So so he would dress up as the mascot, right? But he would wait till my mother brought me, and then boom, the chase was on. Bro, I hated that damn, that damn Baldwin Bell. <laughs> and that was in Wailuku, Right? And then my grandparents lived in Hana, so we used to always drive to Hana. And, and I was so young, I remember being in the back of the Volkswagen Bug. We had a Volkswagen Bug, a nice one. Because, cause you know, my parents had good jobs, right? They was both teachers. Back in the day, that was a good job. I mean, that was, on, that was a really respectable job, too, right? Being a teacher. And then as I got older, I found out that, well, you know, being a teacher, you cannot catch all kind of crap, right? Because the kids got worse, bro. The kids got worse. But I remember being in the back of the Volkswagen bug, you know, and I could still smell them. You know how you remember smells? Like, smells take you back, right? And I could still smell that, that you know, that, that, uh, 
the not the upholstery, but the kind they had that other stuff. I don't know what, what do you even call them, bro. The materials for for the kind in the back, right? And then like where you put all the bags and whatever in the back, in the very back of the Volkswagen bug, bro. And I used to fit back there because I was a small kid, and I can still, bro, I can still remember. It still smell the damn thing. And if you guys ever been on the road to Hana, whoo, bro, that winding road, and you know, you know, like two and a half hours, bro, in the back. Oh man, you know can eat before you go because you can throw them up. <laughs> you can throw them up. But that was, you know, so that's my ties anyway to the Valley Isle. So my grandparents lived in Hana. I spent many summers in Hana. Uh, most of the time I flew to Kahului. Then we got on a plane or I got on a small plane. Hawaiian Airlines had like DC trees, right? Or DC tens. And then, uh, then I used to go, okay, to, to Hana, Hana Airport. I didn't always drive or the kind ride, I should say ride, because I was a small kid. I didn't always ride to Hana, but yeah. So that's my ties. And Wailuku just so happened, right? Honolulu just beat him in the stats. So Wailuku was was actually the you know the one, right? So so Wailuku is a people that actually supported me, and uh, we just we just want to say mahalo. We just want to say thank you uh, to the people of of Wailuku, and uh, you know we just want to say that. Uh, I never expected Wailuku to be on a map with us. I, I never expected. See, what I thought was my island of Kauai, right? Okay, <laughs> here we go. My island of Kauai, right? The Garden Isle, the, the people I love the most, right? <laughs> I thought, oh, bro, Garrett's Bob Barris, they're going to jump on the podcast, right? Uh, no. Right, not even, then not even one person on Kauai would join the podcast, bro. I'm like, okay, thank you very much, <laughs> thank you very much, you guys. Thanks for the love. I can feel them already. You know, you know what I'm saying, right? But, but, bro, you know. So I, I'm known for you guys that are in the Netherlands, Italy, you know, and and Israel, and you guys wondering like, what the hell is this guy known for? Okay, well, first of all, I'm just known for being me. Mm-hmm. I actually made a career out of being me. Because, uh, I, uh, bro, I like to have fun, everything, right? So, er- everything. That, that's a local uh, pigeon way of saying everything. Everything. Okay, everything. Everything, bro, everything. And so, uh, but I, I, I'm known for doing a few things because... You know, in my mind, bro, life is too short to do one thing, right? You know, it, when I was young, right, some some people had conflicting ideas on, like, what I should do, right? So, you know, my mom always said, you got to focus on one thing and do one thing well. You got to do one thing really good. And then I was thinking in my mind, so, so my mind is kind of different than anybody else's, right? And in my mind, I was thinking, I got to do one thing real good. Like, I, out of everything in life, I got to choose one thing, right? And I'm like, oh, man, something's wrong. Something's wrong here. Okay, God gave me this blessing, and it's called life, right? And I only can do one thing. So I went to the history books, right? Because my mom bought me this encyclopedia. I told you, the, I told you guys this on another podcast. If you guys following the podcast, you guys already know. If you guys not following the podcast, go listen to the other episodes, okay? But but I so I studied these guys, right? Benjamin Franklin, Leonardo da Vinci, right? Bro, these guys did plenty stuff. You think Leonardo da Vinci was just on painter? 
No, bro. He did so many stuff. He was an inventor. He was a... Bro, he did all kinds of stuff. Benjamin Franklin. He was a lawyer. He was a... Bro, he was everything. This guy did all kinds of stuff, right? Benjamin Franklin discovered electricity, right? Flew the kite with the key on the end, right? He did... He did all kinds of stuff, bro. So I... So I... At a very young age, right? I told myself, okay, bro, the last thing you're going to do, the last thing you're going to do is one thing. Because cause God gave you this blessing, bro, okay? And if God gave you this blessing called life, why would you Why would you just do one thing, okay? Now, look at Bill Gates, for example, okay? He's not doing one thing, right? He started out with one thing, and that one thing, right? After that, he diversified, Right now, he's trying to shoot everybody up with poison. I, I mean, excuse me, vaccine. <laughs> Va- oh, same, 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 same. But, but you see what I'm saying? So, so you do one thing, you know, you make your money or you make your name or you make both and then you do something else. Mm-hmm. So, what I did was, right, I, I was looking for that one thing that would allow me to do other things. And in my mind, that was radio. So that's how I started out, you know, as far as as notoriety, as far as getting my name, right? Because to me, it was the easiest thing. We never had podcasts. We never had YouTube. We never had all this stuff, right? But we had radio. So I started in radio 30 years. Well, actually, no, I'm being 40 years. But I I, I, I was doing the mat. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do the Well, never mind. We no more time to do the mat right now. We're rolling. Okay. So, so... But I think it was 40, 79, 89, 2009, 2019. To, oh, man. Bro, it was like, was like almost 40 years. I think it was 40 years. Yeah, yeah, it was, was, was almost 40 years, bro. So I started in radio when I was 17 years old. Something like that. Something like that. Okay, I just dated myself, but I don't care. I don't give a rip. <laughs> I don't give a rip. Okay, so um, that's what we say back home on Koi. I don't give a rip. Right, so anyway, but but the reason, you know, the reason, right, is I wanted to do my music and I figured, well, if I get in radio, right, if people will know my name and then I can go do my music, then boom, my music, you know, going up, right? And that was pretty much how it happened, right? But it didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen, see? And this is what you guys got to know about the law of attraction and God, okay? Cause, and I say God because, you know, in the law of attraction, everybody says the universe, Cause they don't—they don't, they don't want to piss some guys off, right? Well, I don't care if you get upset if I say God, okay? Cause you know, and I said I said God on my TikTok thing one time, right? I was making on TikTok and I said God, and this young kid—I don't know—he's about 18 years old, whatever. He looked like he could be 14, I don't know. But he came on—he came on a thing and he said, "What God?" He said, "There are 4,200 gods. Which God are you referring to?" <laughs> you know. And I told him the creator, you know, I don't, maybe there's more than one creator. Maybe it's a group of creators. Maybe they had one board, you know, maybe they had a chairman of the board in the creator board. And then they had the other creators and maybe everybody got together and made the human being. I don't know. Right. I don't know if, I don't know if other human beings know because fate, right. According to Bill Donahue, this guy, I, I watch this guy on YouTube and he makes the most sense to me. And Bill Donahue said, faith is something you, ha- you have when you're not sure, right? And these guys, so, so these guys in the churches, these guys in the, you know, in religion, right? They, they're not sure. 
but you know what? When I when I meet up with these spirituality people, okay, and I'm talking about the guys doing yoga and Reiki and natural healing and, and these guys, right? That's the guys I'm talking about. When I meet up with those guys, bruh, no such thing as fate. They tell me they know. And I'm like, what? And they go, well, there's a difference between having faith and knowing. They go, when you when you have faith, it's like you're hoping for something and you're not sure it's there, but you're hoping it's there. And, and you know, like that, right? And they say, when, you, when you're spiritual, you just know. You tune into the, you know, to the thing, right? To the vibe. You tune into the, the vibration. And so I went try them. And I started meditating, started doing all this stuff, right? Then I started telling my friends about this stuff. And some of my friends been doing them. And one of my friends is on Gila now. And she does, bro, she does Reiki. She does, what you call that? Akashic Records. But she does all this stuff, right? You know, I, I got to admit, she kind of gets a little witchy, right, with her stuff. No, I mean, you know, she put up sigils in, a, in her house and, you know, stuff like that, right? I, 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 don't, I don't go for that. You know, I don't go for that. All I go for is me and my God. And my God is the creator. When I close my eyes and when I pray and when I close my eyes and I meditate, boom, I'm connected to that. Right? And that's what got me the Waikiki show. And that's what got me on the radio. That's what got me a lot of stuff. Right? You know, so, so there are instruments of God. Okay? There are people. When you take the steps, there are people that will look at you and they will go, okay, let's give them a shot, right? And there's other people, right, that are insecure, that will go, bro, we better keep this guy away from us because if he ever gets on, we ain't never going to get on. Or, they, you know, they might hire him instead of us or whatever, right? Now, those people are acting out of insecurity and they're acting out of fear, okay? Now, this is the law of attraction. Pay attention. They're acting out of fear, okay? So fear is lack, Okay, so we was we was operating uh, the collective consciousness a couple weeks ago was in deep fear, deep fear, Hawaiians, and now right now it's it's a little bit less, okay, because you can only keep a human being in fear for so long before they get tired. It's a lot of work to be in fear because you always in fear. Like, hey, I'll go check, I'll check my phone tomorrow. Let's see what happened. Let's see, let's see. Did did they create my did martial law go into effect? Did they did they create a, a worse virus? What happened, right? And, and pretty soon, everybody gets tired of it, right? And pretty soon, it's like the boy that cried wolf. When the next report come out, everybody's, yeah, 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 whatever. Pass me one beer, honey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? So so that, so that so, so all these things, right? You, you either have lack or you have abundance. And this guy, the guy that I told you that would help me, right? You guys out, outside of Hawaii, you guys don't know him. But, but this guy, Rory, that helped me, right? He was a very secure individual in the fact that that in his job, he was very secure because he, he didn't have nothing to lose. Right? I mean, he, he was the king of the hill as far as his job goes, right? So he, he didn't care. I mean, you know, the other guys around him would make a big squawk, right? The other guys around him, you know, and, and it was kind of funny because he used to tell me and we used to laugh about this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. Bro, we, sorry, every once in a while I gotta take one sip because my throat, you know, the kind of. But but we used to laugh, we used to laugh about this stuff, right? And and we did have a sort of kind of kind of friendship, kind of like we wasn't buddies, 
you know, but we was kind of like, you know, friends kind. And then sometimes I would get a little verbal slap in the head from him or, or I would get a look or or he would do something that would kind of like, you know, kind of like uh, demonstrate that he wasn't my friend. <laughs> that kind of stuff, you know. So one day I had to ask him and I said, and I said, look, I said, one thing I don't understand. There's one thing I don't get. And and I said, why did you help me all these years, right? Why 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 did you help me, bro? This guy got me jobs for any kind, any place, rent to own, radio stations, any kind. I mean, all kind of stuff, right? Without him, bro, these other turkeys would have pushed me out of everything, right? It was only because of this guy that I had these opportunities that I had, right? And I so I I, had, I looked him square in the eye and I said. Why did you do all this for me? Because the reason I was asking was like, bro, I could never be his friend, right? And these other guys that, I don't know, came into contact with him, ended up hating me, right? So I looked at him. I said, bro, why, how come all these years, why Why did you help me so much? And he, without hesitation, he, he looked back at me and said, because you have a good heart. And I'm like, what? I mean, to me, it never registered, right? Until I started thinking about him. And that's when it hit me. That was the law of attraction. Okay? Now, there's people like that that are secure with themselves, right? That will see your intention. That will see your goodness. That will see your... And I'm not, I'm not praising myself, okay? Please, please. I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is if you, Hawaiians, if you have a good heart... If you have, let's say, call it good intentions, okay? If you have good intentions, right? You're not out to hurt anybody. You're not out for power or to, to put somebody down or to do something bad to somebody or whatever, right? If you operate like that, there's always somebody, okay, like this guy, that will come along and open the door for you. <clears throat> now, there was there was tons of opportunities where I tried to get the door open. I tried all kinds of stuff, right? Try, 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 Okay? But there was one thing that worked for me in my life. And, and, you know, besides the radio, besides the music, besides all of that, it was my teaching, right? Now, now this this was between me and God, right? And and I'm like, oh, boy, God. You know, because sometimes I have this conversation with God because I wanted to go out and be an entertainer. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to sing. That's all I wanted to do. You know, if I could get paid to sing... You know, I look at I look at these guys. We locally we have groups, right? Uh, we we have these groups that go and they sing for a living. They sing, okay? They do a lot of work. They gotta lug all the equipment around. They gotta do all this stuff, and you know, and and yes, I make more money than them and all that stuff. But if I could trade places with those guys, you know, cause people love those guys, right? People love those guys. They like hear them sing, right? Like nobody like hear me sing. Right, because uh, if if that was the case, somebody would have given me a job by now. Right, the only time the only time they and I and me is to go do the parties where we had the wedding and party business, and I was grateful for that. Right, so I was very grateful, and and I, I considered it an honor to do baby parties and weddings. In fact, my favorite thing was baby parties. Right, so that you know, so that that was you know what we did. Right. But what I'm saying is the grass always looks greener on the other side, Hoynes. Always. Mm-hmm. So what, so what happened is, you know, what, what I'm trying to tell you, the law of attraction and how this relates to the law of attraction is if you have good intentions, right, and you go out and you do your thing, 
There's going to be people that open the door and you got to take the steps. Now, some people are not brave enough to take the steps or let's say it another way. Some people don't have the courage enough to take the steps towards their dream. Okay. Really towards their dream. Right. My, my girlfriend, I've been telling her for four and a half years. I've been telling her, baby. Come on, let's do your business. Let's do it. Let's open it up. Let's do it. I'll pay for the whole damn thing. I'll pay for the whole damn thing. You know, and it's not that expensive, right? Still today, no more, right? And there's other circumstances, but for, for at least three years, I kept telling her, hey, look, if we started when I told you we should have started, by now you would have had something, you know, substantial, right? But but that's okay, and it, you know that's that, it's just the way. Sometimes it's the way God uh, means it to be. Sometimes, sometimes God kind of pushes you back to what you were meant to do, right? And and which brings me to this point. I'm segueing to this point, and the point is right. When I got to the point where you know my music partner died, right? My best friend, Brother Wayne. He was my best friend. Uh, he was my, he was like my brother, you know, cause I asked God for a brother when I was a kid. He showed up when I was 24 and my whole adult life was spent doing music with this guy, right? And then he passed away. Uh, July will be five years. So four years, four and a half years, whatever, four and three quarter years, whatever. And so he's been gone that long. And ever since then, I haven't even felt like singing. I mean, you know I mean? I sing, right? But I haven't felt like playing my guitar. I haven't felt like, you know, I just haven't felt it. Okay. I got, and, and the, the irony is I have some collector guitars that guitar players would kill for. Brad, they would kill for some of the stuff I have. Brad, they would like, whoa, Brad, give me that. Right. But, but, you know, that's the irony. And then when we was coming up, right, along the journey, right, along the journey, you know, we were stoked when we go, whoa, we get this guitar now. Oh, we get that guitar. And the dream was one day we're going to go in house secure enough, right? That we could just leave these things out in the living room and we could walk out there with a Steinway Grand in the car and we could just pick up and play anytime we like. And that was the dream. Well, that part of the dream never come. You know, not yet, right? Not yet. But that's okay. I mean, that was okay, right? But the thing is, the dream was supposed to be me and him because me and him is the one that, you know, talked about this dream and focused on this plan and went down the road. Okay. But the law of attraction part that I'm trying to tell you guys is that if you have good intentions, you have a good heart, it doesn't matter who's blocking you. Bro, I can, I can, I can give you names and dates of guys that blocked me and when they blocked me. And, and, you know, and some of them, some of them was, it was just out of insecurity with themselves. You know, probably today, they don't even, you know, they don't even feel the same way. Probably today they feel, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Whatever. People grow up. And then some of them don't. You see what I'm saying? But this one guy, like I said, gave us all this opportunity. Well, he gave me one opportunity in radio, right? No, actually more than that. He he, he got me hired like a couple, of, about three, three different times in radio. But then other stuff too. But what I'm trying to tell you guys is, you know, at the very end, right? And this was maybe two, three months before I left, right? Um, and, and, and I had to ask. I had to ask because I was curious. I was like, bro, how come, you know, because I wasn't in the clique, right? 
They wouldn't have me in a clique. They wouldn't allow me in a clique. They was making me any kind. Yet, they was giving me opportunity. Right? So I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And so, so you know, it's kind of confusing, right? I had to clear them up, so I had to ask. And then, you know, after I heard the answer, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But but that was really true. That, that was like a revelation after a while. And when I first heard it, I'm like, oh. Whatever. I, I didn't think about it. Then afterwards, I started processing. You know, down the road, right? You process down the road. You think about it. And then I go, okay. So, you know, I always made it a point, though, along the way, right? To give back in the way of helping other people. Sometimes it was kids. You know, most of the time it was kids. You know why? Because kids are open. They're wide open, right? And you can teach them stuff, and they will take that, and they will add to it. They will put more stuff on top of what you teach them. And, and it will be even more awesome. Right now, I go on 10-year-old girl. I'm teaching one 10-year-old girl guitar right now. And this girl, like, every week, she levels up, right? And I go, wow, I hope I can hold on to this girl through her teenage years until she's about 20 years old or whatever, college, right? 18, maybe. 18 until she goes college. And if I can teach her from now till then... She'll be the meanest guitar player, I mean, around. She'll be, she'll be totally mean, you know? But, but the thing is, you know, I try to give back. And the one thing that I can say that, that we've done, you know, if I, if I gotta brag a little bit, you know, which I, I don't consider it bragging, but, you know, we give. And this is an example. This is an example for, for you, right? Is, is, you always give back, always give. So we always gave free time. You know, I always give free time. Even till today, I get like, I think I get like three students I do for free right now. I think I get one, two. The, the girl I teach in guitar, I do them for free. And I give her one hour lessons for free. That, bro, that's, that's 340 bucks a month. You know what I mean? So, but I give her free. And I give her back. And the reason I give her free is her mom, uh, her mom got a hold of me. And her mom said, you know, I got a really talented daughter. But we cannot afford, you know, guitar or whatever, guitar and voice, whatever. And I was wondering if, if you know, you have any scholarship kind of program. And and it was just the law of attraction thing, right? Now, to me, when, when people approach me like that, right? Like, I have to really look at the situation. I have to look at the person. I have to, you know, kind of check them out. But to me, if, if you're going to be the kind of guy that you turn down all that stuff, right? Somebody asks you for free, and you're like, for free? What? what? Bruh, bruh, this is my job. We, we don't do for free. Okay, to me, sometimes, that's, or, or the beggar, not not a beggar, I don't like to say that, but you know, like people that ask you for money. You go down the shop and say, oh, bro, you get a dollar, right? That kind. Sometimes, to me, because we're all connected, because we're all extensions of the creator, sometimes, to me, that's the creator testing you out. That's the creator going, I like to see if this guy, if he's too big, if he's too big for these little things, right? And if you're too big for the small stuff, boo, you are too small for the big stuff. I'm sorry. Um, that's my opinion and I'm sticking to it, right? And I've always said that if you're too, if you're too big for the small things, then you're too small for the big things. Okay, so remember that, Hawaiians. Take that into consideration, cousins. You small, you younger guys, right? I don't want to say small. Get some young guys bigger than me, so they can lick me. So, and, but but that's what I'm saying, right? 
So, so cousins, just just remember, you know, the law of attraction, right? You got to have a good heart. You got to have good intentions and you got to take baby steps. Because if you take a step in a wrong direction, bro, it takes a while to get back, right? But if you take baby steps, now that's a that's little bit different. Because if you're taking baby steps, right, then you take a wrong step. Hey, no problem. It's like testing the water to see if the bug are cold, you know. Oh, oh, kind of cold. No need to jump in. But if you just jump in, right, <laughs> bro, you, you gonna freeze your orders. Right? Oh, ah, sorry, sorry. Uh, only if you want dude. If you're not want dude, you know more orders. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, and we like to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Voice Master Enterprises, uh, his family of service companies, bro. That was totally wrong, right? Okay. And AFM Hawaii Music, featuring the music of Mr. Darren Chinan. Download them right now. On iTunes, it's out there. It is out there. You get two albums, right? This guy is unreal. All right. So, hey, we'll check you guys on the next podcast. I'm Junior Keiko Emma Junior. Aloha.